0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another fine edition of episode 19, Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Cologne Mendez, and this is your co-host, Nicholas Morahan. Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> so I thought I thought that was gonna be my t- I thought I was ready. That was gonna be my time. That was gonna be my time to say my own name. And he got he got me again. But hi everybody. Welcome back. It's a beautiful Thursday night in both our undisclosed locations in the United States. Uh, We're going to start off today. We got some trivia for you. Jermaine's been doing an excellent job at it, so I'm going to let him read that. A couple of news blasts from across the sports world. Then we're going to talk about two main topics today. We're going to talk about the player opt-out deadline, which ended at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern today, Jermaine. Some of our winners and losers from that. And then you, uh, UCL, Champs League, a uh, bracket review and some of our predictions. Of who's going to win the Champions League? We might even put a little bit of pizza money on the winner, Jermaine. What do you think about
0: that? Oh, I'm all about putting some pizza money on the winner.
1: But and then we'll fine, and then and then, and then and then finally, Jermaine, Mister Unlimited is coming at the end of uh, at the end of the show. So stick around for that. But stop.
0: stop. First
1: off, first off, Jermaine.
0: No stop. All hit,
1: stop. Hit hit Mister Unlimited with that trivia.
0: All right, so Nick wanted to start a trivia segment on the podcast, but it's been up to me to make the question every week, so you're welcome. That is
1: garbage. You, you're have, well you, have made, you have made the question the last two weeks, and so you claim like you've done it the entire we, time.
0: We can go back. We can go back at every question that I've made up. I'm carrying the weight, dog.
1: All right, we'll do the review.
0: I'm the 303%. <laughs>
1: That's a shameless steal, and you know it. <laughs>
0: Alright, the trivia question is When did the NFL first transition To its current schedule Of 16 regular season games And 4 exhibition games And the answer is
1: Coming up at the end of the podcast (laughs) Got him.
0: (laughs) What's your guess, bro
1: So This was definitely (laughs) post-merger
0: Don't know Here we go
1: (laughs) Post 1969.
0: Uh, wait,
1: was the fucking merger in 1969? Oh, or 1966? Goodness. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I think it's sometime. It has to be like, because when did they start recording sacks? Like the eighty? 80- <laughs> when did they start caring about like players a little bit? Like 86? I'm going to say 86.
0: 86. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, the merger was June 8th, 1966. Crushed it. I mean, didn't you say 69 first, though?
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's I'm a baseball player. You get three attempts at everything.
0: okay. Mulligan City Jones. Oh, good yeah, lord.
1: Fr- front front nine and back
0: nine. Oh good lord, the Cubs lost thirteen to two today. No bueno.
1: So we I was a form, I was informed by a friend of the podcast, Nevada Putnam, that we missed some pretty significant uh famous parents whose whose kids went on to do pretty well. So let me hit you with these names, Jermaine, and and you tell me if they're worthy, if the kids are worthy, or if the parents are worthy of being called great. Okay? All right. The Mannings.
0: Bums the lot of them.
1: Well, I, I would say the kids are better than the dad, but I don't <laughs> think the dad was altogether that famous.
0: Uh yeah, he was he's kind of more Famous in retrospect, right? Like he famous
1: went, for having the
0: Yeah. He, yeah. That's a good one.
1: Okay. The Matthews, as in as in Bruce Matthews, and then his uh nephew Clay Matthews.
0: Bums the lot of them.
1: Yeah, I I think Clay Matthews is a pretty good linebacker, but I hadn't really heard of his his uh his uncle. So
0: that's that's uh, a really solid choice. That's what we were looking for.
1: Uh McCaffrey. Bum. Ed obviously, Ed obviously, the father CMC is is, I would say better
0: than Ed already. Bums the lot of them.
1: Uh, Mahomes. So obviously, we talked about it in the last podcast. Patrick Mahomes' dad played f- baseball for the Kansas City Royals. I don't think he was altogether that good though.
0: What position did he play? He was a pitcher. How are we going to say that these dudes aren't that good and they played professional sports?
1: Okay, okay, all right. I- I'll put a disclaimer to this because I also hate when people say players aren't good out of the professional baseball players, he ranks in the average to below average category.
0: Okay. So
1: in the 1% of people to ever live in the United States, he's average to below average. And then my, my final one would be Antoine, uh, Winfield jr.
0: Oh, his pops is better, but I mean, he also hasn't played in the pros yet. So,
1: yeah. Okay. So we, I, I don't. I don't really think we missed anybody. I, I would say Kellen Winslow the second, but he was awful, so he just fits my point.
0: Yeah, I don't. It's not that I mean, I can't think of any, but I'm not really inclined to to pair sons with fathers like that very often. Yeah. <laughs> what about Rick Barry and his two sons? <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't didn't uh, who's uh. Brent, right? Who's the dude that played with the Spurs? Man, I think it's why, somebody completely different. No,
0: it's. I think it's Brent. But I feel. Fi- well, I just had this inkling that maybe didn't
1: he win like five titles. No, Brent no. Barry didn't. No. No. So they. So so yeah. Th- those are those are some some famous parent misses. I guess I, I don't really like. I think we nailed the the. I, I still. I still. There's exceptions to the rule, but the rule still is: if your dad is either great or legendary, you will not be good at that sport. You'll be average to below average at that sport.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, I think. it's it's more likely that that's going to happen.
1: So we had a first team to advance in the NHL restart, Jermaine. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the Rangers. They should have. They were the higher seed. And right now, if the season ended today, they would go on and they would play the Boston Bruins. Now in your head if you were just thinking back to the NHL season you would say Carolina against Boston that's a tough matchup for Carolina, right?
0: Uh no, Boston's kind of they've had an up and down season this year though.
1: Well yeah, but they've had it well they're ranked they won the Presidents trophy this year.
0: And I don't know. I just don't I just don't think they're very good this year. I don't know why.
1: Well, they're proving you right in the restart. They're only <laughs> doing the restart with seven goals allowed and only three goals scored.
0: Seven allowed?
1: Seven allowed, yeah, in two games.
0: Man, That's a, that oh, yeah. bodes well for... So they're 0-2, so does that mean they can get eliminated already? No,
1: no, because they're one of the top four teams, so they're just playing for seating. remember?
0: Yeah, so they're going to end up with a fourth seed if they keep sliding. Exactly. Essentially, yeah. okay.
1: And then, and then my other surprise in the NHL is we talked about it on the last episode, but the Canadians, the Blackhawks, and the Coyotes were up 1-0. Now they're up 2-1 with a chance to clinch the series. And that's against the Penguins, the... Orioles. Not the Orioles.
0: The Edmonton Oilers.
1: Oilers. The Orioles. I was like, whoa. And then I don't know who the Coyotes are playing. That's that's my fault i need to look that up who the coyotes are playing. the
0: coyotes
1: the arizona not phoenix coyotes
0: they're playing the preds bro
1: preds that would be a huge elimination
0: man nobody wants to play the predators no
1: me. nobody does
0: <laughs> that's uh i love it dude i'm a blackhawks fan so let's get it baby
1: Yep, So they could be advancing and that would be a, that would be a, uh, if you go by standings, I guess the top seeded teams want that because they're lower seeded. but we all know hockey that you don't, uh, you either get eliminated by the eighth seed team as much as you make the Stanley cup playoffs. So,
0: yeah, it's pretty, uh, hockey is literally a toss up. It's pretty great. So much fun to watch playoff hockey. Is so exciting. I wonder how it's gonna. I haven't really watched a ton yet without fans, so I wonder how how that's impacting it.
1: Yeah, I I feel like that has one of the more that in soccer really rely on the fans to kind of set the set the mood in the stadium.
0: One hundred percent, I do agree with that.
1: So for the our our NBA, if you guys follow our, our Instagram and our social, our NBA model is humming. We had a rough day yesterday. And we're kind of getting by because we've hit some big money line picks. However, we had a pick the other night, Jermaine, <laughs> that the model thought was outrageous. It said, bet this immediately. The Brooklyn Nets plus 18 and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, Jermaine, the Brooklyn Nets didn't just cover the 18 and a half point spread. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Disclaimer, Giannis, the ticket didn't play in the second half, but they beat the, mil- the full Milwaukee Bucks.
0: As, Jermaine, long as, as long as we cash that chick- ticket, I don't care how much Giannis played.
1: This was the largest NBA upset based on opening lines, based on lines, in the last 25 years.
0: Dang, that's a stat right there, baby.
1: And twenty twenty continues to amaze, amaze us,
0: right? So, the Bucks, the Clippers, the Lakers all take some shocking losses, right? And then, then you have this Brooklyn Nets. Weren't they plus sixteen sixty two for money line outright?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think they ended up on like plus twelve hundred at the start of the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that's getting bet down. We
1: but. we didn't have the cojones to bet it, but. Uh...
0: <laughs> I joked around and said 100 on plus 1662. <laughs> we should have done it, dude. Hi- but hindsight's 2020. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, the NBA restart and all the craziness that has ensued, the Phoenix Suns have shown up to hoop.
1: TJ Warren, go pack.
0: TJ Warren's on the Pacers, bro. He got traded from the Suns. Did he? Yeah, he dropped fifty oh. for the Pacers. We'll still,
1: TJ Warren, go back.
0: So the Pacers were also undefeated at 3-0. So the Suns and Pacers played today. And the Suns put a licking on them. I believe it was one fourteen ninety nine, And they advanced to being 4-0 and as one of the only two remaining unbeaten teams left with the Toronto Raptors, a.k.a. the defending champs, a.k.a. your boys picked to win the East, a.k.a. holla at them
1: a.k.a. the Raptors are going to lose tomorrow according to our betting model. Boston's going to beat them.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, you don't know. there you go. (laughs) There's their their loss for the restart. Uh, Speaking of teams that need some desperate help, the Memphis Grizzlies and Washington Wizards have not shown up to the bubble. Their heads are somewhere else. They are 0-4 apiece and Memphis is struggling to hold on to that eighth spot with some teams chomping at the bits to get it. The Portland Trailblazers are showing up and balling out right now and the the previously mentioned Phoenix Suns. Uh, It's a pretty interesting situation, especially with Memphis losing Jaron Jackson Jr. to a torn meniscus.
1: Yeah, the the Grizzlies have not been playing well. They've they've been very slow and they've been not very efficient. So you you we were talking before the show and you said that you thought the in the West the Blazers and the Suns would be the eight nine game. It's a, is it a series or it's a single game
0: elimination? So it is kind of a best of three, right? Okay. The eight seed owns. Oh, that's right. If the game.
1: nine seed wins, they play again
0: yes <laughs> okay
1: yeah that's right and who do you who do you think after watching so each team has played three games now who do you think it's going to be in the east the eight nine game
0: oh man who cares <laughs> the east is bad bro i think the i think the ninth right on this now. on
1: this on this edition of nick asked your a legitimate question and he blows it off <laughs> i present the east eight nine matchup
0: yeah the the eight nine matchup is what Washington uh, Orlando.
1: <laughs> oh
0: God! <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Garrett,
1: okay, yeah, okay, you're 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 yeah, okay. Let's move on then.
0: <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> like...
1: So we talk about teams dominating NBA's restart. So let's talk about some teams dominating MLB's restart. With the first team to reach 10 wins in each division, the Twins reaching it in the NAL, and the Cubs reaching it in the NL. Jermaine already mentioned the Cubs are got the brakes beat off them today.
0: Don't matter. First to 10, baby.
1: First to 10. And I don't think... The Twins are clubbing home runs at a historic pace for 162 games, but I still think the Dodgers are winning the World Series. Actually, I just don't think. I know. I know the Dodgers are winning the World
0: nah, Series. Nah, you said think. Nobody believes you. Go Twins, baby.
1: So the rosters were cut down today. This is the first roster cut. They're cut down to 28, and I believe they'll be cut down again to 24 Uh, at the end of this month, maybe, maybe halfway through, halfway through August. They'll be cut down. But the Braves lost a a big piece of their puzzle this week, Jermaine.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty big blow. I'm kind of glad that we didn't take the Braves on anything.
1: So Mike Soroka right now for the Braves, the Braves ace pretty much is done for the season, and the Braves have lost a lot of a, a lot of guys. They lost Felix Hernandez. Uh, they did add they they lost Cole Hamels as well, right?
0: I believe so. Yeah, I think we yeah, looked so- up and Cole Hamels is out.
1: So those are two guys that they could have. However, remember we mentioned it during our MLB preview that they added Shasin, who was a very good pitcher in 2018. So he might be able to, like, might be one of those platoon reliever guys that can step in, and the Braves can can shoulder the 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 uh, the load of this.
0: Yeah, piece it together <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so Hamill's no clear uh, note when he's set to return. I believe he's injured
1: coffee so he so he might so he might come back that would be a big that'd be a big boost now with soroka going out
0: definitely he could still pitch So that's anytime you're getting a player of cole hamill's caliber back. it's always always uh silver lining
1: an asset yeah the uh the the diseased teams return to play as well the marlins returned to play on tuesday and uh if I if we we talked about teams with the best uh, the first to win ten games being the Twins and the Cubs, do you know that if you rank teams by winning percentage in the majors right now, Jermaine, it is the Twins, the Cubs, and the Miami Marlins.
0: Let's go, let's go, Miami! Derek Jeter,
1: stand Derek, up. Derek Jeter just wins ships. That's all he does. And the Cardinals and the Cardinals are coming back today. Obviously, the Cardinals beat the brakes off the. I don't know. They play the Cubs tomorrow. Correct. I just and and with the Marlins coming back, I wanted to highlight one thing that's that's pretty cool. So the Marlins had a guy the other day named Eddie Alvarez who made his debut. I don't know if you know the name Eddie Alvarez, Jermaine.
0: I do not know.
1: So Eddie Alvarez is a former Olympic spe- speed skater who won silver at the Sochi Games, but ended up getting a scholarship. So he got a scholarship to play. Uh, baseball in college. I believe he we went to like Longmont, Long Beach State, maybe. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look it up. But got a scholarship to play baseball. Gave up baseball after college to, could have gone pro, gave it up to do this figure skating. Ended up destroying his knees to the point where he couldn't walk upstairs without resistance or without assistance. Uh, Managed to come back for the Sochi Games, train with his Olympic teammates, trained for the Sochi Games, made it back, won a silver at Sochi, then left the Olympic speed skating team because of his knees, and in 2016 was signed uh, to the majors, and yesterday made his MLB debut with the Miami Marlins.
0: Okay, so this dude's an athlete.
1: Yeah, an elite at elite.
0: And he's Cuban. Let's go. Yep.
1: The first Cuban-American to win a medal, I believe.
0: Oh, wow. That's dope. So he grew up in Miami, and he graduated from Christopher Columbus High School. Is that what you're looking for? No. Where do you play college ball at? Uh, 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 That is a good question. I'll get back to you on that. And why does it not say his college? Right? right. Like, that's a really weird thing to just keep off his, li- his little
1: Yeah, he uh, played uh,
0: looking, Well, I'm gonna looking, looking. going to keep going I'm going to so, keep going <laughs> We're going to talk about the world's richest game So I was talking to my buddy about it a little earlier today and he was kind of unsure what I was talking about but I sent him, uh, sent him this little uh, I guess you could call it a meme, but it's essentially a photo that just breaks down the payouts for winning the the biggest and most important games, right So the richest game in sports estimated earnings Super Bowl is 6.25 million for the winning team. The NBA championship is 3.3 million. World Series is 30.4 million. they come that comes in at second, right And then Stanley Cup is 4.4 million. You think that's all fine and dandy right those are the four power players in American sports.
1: It's a gang of money.
0: That's a lot of money. But the playoff final, which awards the team the final spot in the English Premier League, talking soccer here, folks, winning that championship game is $215 million.
1: God damn.
0: Now that is the world's richest game. So speaking of that, that actually just took place. Fulham beat Brentwood in extra time. By a tally of two one, and Joe Bryan scored twice in extra time. What uh, school did he go to?
1: Uh, he went to. He had a scholarship offer to Saint Saint Thomas in Florida. He didn't actually go. He oh. he left. He left before his senior year, or he left. He left before going to college to do speed skating.
0: Right. That's probably why I wasn't on his profile then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, three three goals in extra time for that game. Correct. Yeah, and and a pretty good and a pretty good back to forth. But good for good for Fulham They make it back to the uh, make it back to the Premier League for the first time in a in a little bit, I believe.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the last time they they made it, so it's definitely been a bit.
1: I was trying to trying to look it up, but I wasn't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not fast enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Combat sports returns Saturday again. So with the heavyweight main event between Derek Lewis and Olenek, oh, they
1: were only out of the they were only out of the championship for this year, or they are only out of the Premier League for this year. Really? Yeah.
0: Boo! (laughs) I don't want
1: let let Brentwood in.
0: Boo! Let Brentwood in. Fulham cheated. Uh, That heavyweight. Main event as uh, Derek Lewis Olenek Lewis is the favorite. Don't really see anything I like betting there. I looked up, well, Nick looked up the uh, the odds for uh, the fight finishing in the first two and a half rounds, and it was minus three twenty five on five dimes. The unofficial sports book of Podcast Room three zero three. And uh, it's the return of Chris Weidman, so that should be a fun fight to watch. We don't really have a lot that we're looking at there. If we get any picks that we want, check the socials. We will be putting them out as always. Um, moving on to NCAA news, the first D one team, you know, finally announced their cancellation of the season. Rutgers. All sports. <laughs> If only put them out of their misery. Someone take them out back with a shotgun. Bunch of bums. You can take Alex Smith with you.
1: That's that's an unnecessary bury. Rutgers is a necessary bury. You just unnecessarily buried again. Who's the football team?
0: It's the University of Connecticut, UConn.
1: UConn, UConn, not play football in the uh, (laughs) twenty twenty
0: season. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> that was lame, though. Don't ever do that. So why
1: are you laughing? If it's lame, you're you're I'm cracking la- up.
0: I'm laughing at how lame you are with your dadness.
1: Well, you cannot get the joke. All right,
0: uh, dude, you can't go back to the well.
1: Yeah, again, multiple Who, times.
0: Who's man's? We mad? mentioned
1: it. We mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. But the player opt-out deadline ended today. At 4 p.m., obviously Thursday, and Jermaine, there are some big names uh, left out of it. So I'm going to give you a couple of the big names, and you name you name anybody anybody that I missed. All right. Okay. So obviously for for the Patriots, Dante Hightower, I would say Dante Hightower might be the one of the biggest names, if not the biggest name, to opt out. Uh, Safety Patrick Chung. All, also uh, opted out. Offensive tackle Marcus Cannon for the Patriots. Uh, the uh, Jets linebacker C.J. Mosley, Chicago Bears nose tackle Eddie Goldman, and then two Buffalo Bills defenders Star Lotulile and E.J. Gaines all opted out.
0: Dang, that's a that's quite a bit of heavy hitters there.
1: Yep. Who else you got?
0: um I mean he, there's M- Marquise Goodwin <laughs> uh let's see who else we got I, cool. know, really, I know
1: oh. I know Ju- I know I know Jawan James opted out obviously the Broncos right tackle who they sunk a bunch of money into
0: yeah and then uh Browns lost Andrew Billings Chiefs lost uh, should have been Super Bowl MVP running back Damian Williams, as well as offensive guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Uh, he
1: is, was, he, was he good, or his was his his? He's just the first one to opt out.
0: He's, I mean, he was decent. He was he's a decent o- offensive lineman, and the offensive line is way more important than people give it credit for. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's a doctor though. He opted out to actually work in a hospital. So. <laughs> Can't really be mad at that. Then you got the Dolphins who just decided to not have any wide receivers this season. It's just gonna be two uh, throwing Fans. to Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen.
1: They're they're backup quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's uh they're gonna run three QBs. You Every is gonna
1: be a wildcat except it's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be three QBs.
0: You never know who's gonna get the ball hyped to them uh giants lost offensive tackle nate Solder, and the minnesota vikings lost defensive tackle michael pierce
1: yeah that's a that's a lot of big name guys that have gone out so so jermaine let's go over a couple of of winners and losers that we thought so i i I had a couple a couple of winners and and i know you had a couple and, and we'll discuss and then we'll get into our losers bet so I thought right off the bat a winner for me was undrafted or unsigned players because now there's 66 new roster spots that are able to to be claimed. Specifically, guys like Jadavion Clowney and guys like <laughs> Antonio Brown uh, and then those kind of undrafted guys that, or, or some of the XFL guys that we don't really hear about. But now they can get a chance to to show their uh, to show their stuff in the uh, in the NFL.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a
1: loser that I had a loser would be quarterbacks. Why quarterbacks? Well, twenty of the sixty six opt outs were offensive linemen, and then eleven more were wide receivers. Dang! So half of the guys that opted out basically. Were either the guys that protect the quarterback or the guys like you just mentioned? Miami lost two, probably their one and two wide receivers. So,
0: <laughs> well, I guess uh, I guess Devontae Parker would be number one, right?
1: Yeah, two and I guess competing for the number number two position.
0: They're all pretty comparable. <laughs> it's Miami.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see the uh, another winner I had was NFL team salary caps. Okay. I know I know we don't like to talk about uh, to teams and their salary caps very much, but these players and some of these guys have signed big time deals uh, the they' don't, the NFL these teams don't have to pay them but they still have the same salary cap so they're saving whatever that person's salary is this year uh, and can defer it or move it you know move some money around and, and, and get some stuff done. And then my final loser I guess would be the New England Patriots right okay new, new england patriots had eight players opt out and some pretty good players too and after signing cam newton that's kind of a blow to the patriots what do you got
0: uh yeah so i got a few winners i've got the afc east not named the patriots for everything that nick just went over
1: is your bet in there is do, do i can i add a, a supplementary winner to your to your pick? Sure, go ahead. My bet for the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East that we talked about in our very first podcast has risen from the grave.
0: (laughs) Reignited after the Cam Newton signing.
1: Like a phoenix.
0: Yeah, I have Buffalo over nine, so this is all good news to me, baby. Uh, So then the next winner I had was the NFL for winning the optics of the COVID-19 restart. They only had 66 players opt out. Out of a whopping 2,560 players currently in camp.
1: If my math is correct, that's not a lot of players.
0: No, you are correct. That is 2.6%. That is almost a full percentage point less than... <laughs> <laughs> the American uh, death rate of COVID nineteen.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. So, uh, although it's some big names, there's not uh, not really that many when you when you go through it.
0: Correct. Caveat though, if one of their family members does become ill or anything like that, they can still opt out later on in the season, which should make everything so hectic as far as betting fantasy football. and everything in between. Uh, Next winner I've got, I've got Brett Veach. Right? Everyone's like, why Brett Veach? That's such a weird thing. Damian Williams opted out. Tardif Duvernay opted out, right? Well, he had the foresight to know Damian Williams. He did not. Was opting out (laughs) and drafted Clyde Edwards Elaire, with the final pick in the first round.
1: I mean, we 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 talked about it. I mean, that's we talked about in our NFL draft preview or review. I mean, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire pick was how was he available? How did he go to the Chiefs?
0: Yeah. So the H is silent, by the way.
1: I'm gonna keep saying Hilaire.
0: (laughs) All right, do you, baby? I think I
1: think it's we're we're 19 episodes in. I think it's already been established that I can't really pronounce for shit.
0: (laughs) See, Nick talks out of his ass segment. So next winners I have are for the New York Giants rookies. Offensive tackle Andrew Thomas and offensive tackle Matt Pert now have clear signs or, you know, avenues and paths and streets and highways to a starting position. And then lastly, uh, to counteract Nick's loser, I've got Bill Belichick as a winner. Why is that? Because now he has cap room to sign Jadavion Clowney and make everyone in the NFL mad. Oh,
1: God damn it. We <laughs> knew this was going to happen. What did I tell you? I told you Bill Belichick was just waiting, waiting until he could sign Jadavion Clowney. He literally did what I told you he was going to do, traded people to free agency <laughs> to make cap room.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that Bill Belichick's smiling about, he's like, oh, you guys think I'm not going to be good with these eight players opting out? Just watch me turn your average bag grocery bagger into into the next star safety.
1: That's exactly what he was thinking. Patrick Chung was getting too famous. I, I need an undrafted rookie I can plug in at safety who will really adopt the Patriots' way.
0: Yeah, it's exactly right, Bill. Stop listening in our podcast. Get out of here.
1: I love I love podcast room three hundred three. It's the best podcast out there to listen to.
0: God. God damn it, Bill. We told you to keep it down.
1: Bill. We said no promoting the podcast only on live TV.
0: We are anti-patriots, but secretly pro-patriots. Yeah. Go Cam, Super Cam, Pro-patriots. And then, uh, so I've got uh, just two losers. Uh, it's the New York Jets front office, (laughs) which should just always be in any losers column that's ever written. Even if it's NBA, the New York Jets front office should be in there. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but I've got CJ Mosley opting out, right? Terrific stud middle linebacker. Pigskin well, very much so.
1: Does he still play in the NFL? <laughs> well,
0: I'll let you determine after what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Before the start of the 2019 season, he signed a 5-year, $85 million 50 and $85 million contract with 52 million guaranteed. He's already received 29 million of that. Okay. So far, with him opting out for the 2019 and 2020 season, CJ Mosley has played two games. <laughs> <laughs> that works are you out. Telling really me that,
1: are you telling me that CJ Mosley has made 14.5 million per game?
0: Speaking of finessing, perfect time to bring in Lou Al Dang.
1: So he is the Luol Dang of the NFL.
0: Exactly. He's he's pulling his best Luol Dang. So Luol Deng in the 2017-2018 season with the Los Angeles Lakers scored two points. He earned $17 million in that season.
1: Gotta love it.
0: <laughs> the finesse game is strong. I mean, and you then, can't teach that. You can't. No, that's... I mean, I... Lou dang teach me your ways.
1: You can't coach that.
0: <laughs> can't coach finesse. And then lastly, to counteract Nick's winners, which I also thought was a winner, but it's also a loser. It's young undrafted or day 3 picks. There is no preseason games. There's ver- there's only 14 days of contact practice for which they have to evaluate these players. Fuck up going. or
1: shut up, young man.
0: It's gonna be very difficult for these people to get any shine or get the highlights they're looking for. So uh as much as it's a boon for 66 new open spots, it's also a knock for you know, because there's no preseason this year. See the trivia question. Yeah, I could see that. All right, let's move on to UCL, better known as UEFA's champion league. What do you got the for League,
1: so, so the Champs League, there's there's already four, four uh, squads that have advanced and will play each other, right, Jermaine? So Red Bull Leipzig, uh, Atletico, uh, Atalanta, and PSG have already advanced and, and obviously Leipzig and Atletico, Atalanta, and PSG will play each other. Tomorrow, Juventus plays Lyon. Lyon obviously has the 1-0 advantage, but it is in Juventus. At Juventus is... Oh, no, It's not.
0: Yeah, I, believe it is. It, I believe it is, right?
1: It's, yeah, it's, it, it's in Juventus. That's right. Uh, and then Man City will play Real Madrid. Man City at home obviously won the away game at Real Madrid 2 1, so that shouldn't be an issue. I think, I think Juventus is going to beat Leon. I think they, uh, and, I, and I'll get into this later when I make my pick. I think that playing soccer is better than not playing soccer. Leon has been sitting around since this COVID stuff happened, kicking their feet up, not playing soccer, not doing anything, just training and and running sprints and stuff like that, probably playing scrimmage games, but it doesn't meet the same thing as Champions League. If you go from your last game, and it was in Liga 1 back in, what, March? Yeah. Where, Where Juventus just ended their season, what, a week ago?
0: Yeah, so Leon has had one game, uh, since the cancellation of all the seasons and that was on Friday when they one quit.
1: game and then you have to come into Juventus and defend a one nothing lead in the Champions a one nothing uh, yeah one nothing lead in the Champions League. I don't see it happening. Juventus is gonna play with a bunch of energy. They're gonna come out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Juventus wins this game 3 0.
0: Yeah Leon is is kind of in a sticky situation here. I feel bad for him.
1: So also, that's uh, I, I think Man City has enough quality to beat Real Madrid, to see off Real Madrid. I'm not saying that it's going to be a, another 2-1 game. I could even see a 1-1 game with maybe a little bit of theatrics at the end, but I I, I don't think it's either going to be a 1-0 or a 1-1 or a 2-1 game for Man City in this.
0: Most likely. It,
1: And then in both these games, today and tomorrow, both these winners will go on to face each other. So the winner of both games will face each other in the next round. Then on Friday, we have Bayern at home against Chelsea. Bayern obviously took a win at Chelsea 3-0. I don't see a game. I think think they're going to win on aggregate 5-0. I would be surprised if Bayern wins by any less than two goals. Uh, And then Barcelona. This is the game that I really like, and I want to get your opinion on. Barcelona and Napoli... In Barcelona, game tied one-one. Obviously, going into this fixture, the same thing kind of the same thing can be applied right here for a Syria. And playing, they didn't really do that good in Syria, right? And they've been resting their guys and kind of just getting a match time, getting them ready for Barcelona, where Barcelona has had a very disappointing La Liga season. How do you think this will play out?
0: it's a it's one of the more perplexing matchups to be honest especially since it's a 0-0 game going into the second leg essentially right with the score being 1-1 um man
1: i i will say this i think the game is 0-0 going into the 80th minute
0: yeah it has that feel of like both teams are going to be playing tight and apprehensive and it's just not really going to have that flow or that beauty that we're looking for, for in soccer, you know? So, uh, few insights though, Barcelona are set to host Napoli, right? For the first time in a competitive match, the last team to win their first away champions league at camp new was Ruben Kazan in October of 2009 2 one. So camp new seems to be a pretty good, uh, home home field advantage
1: it's a weird year though
0: it is it is could you imagine if napoli beats barcelona well, i mean though? let's
1: i mean let's let's go back to what i just said why i think that juventus is going to beat leon obviously the gap is less but barcelona hasn't been playing in what three weeks two weeks
0: i think it's yeah la liga ended 719
1: so yeah. so yeah, yeah three weeks and Napoli just got done. Napoli just finished, so I, I think maybe the if is if Napoli is is fresh and ready to go and match trained, they'll be good to go against a against a Barcelona squad that didn't really finish uh, didn't really didn't really finish uh, very well and didn't finish where they wanted to in La Liga.
0: Yeah, so I feel like Barca is going to have something to play for, but. That team is in such turmoil that I'm not. So it's such a difficult. I might bet Napoli just because I bet you the odds. <laughs> well, here,
1: let, let's let, let me check it out right now before we before we go. So what? So so then talk to me about uh, then about the round of uh, what would that be? The the round of eight, the semifinal,
0: right? The so, quarterfinal. Sorry. So are we going to go through and pick who we think wins those matchups as well? As that? What no, no.
1: Just just talk to me. Like just talk to me about. Who, who, you, who you're probably going to see in your final and then who you're going to win it all and why.
0: Man, who do I think is going to win it all? I actually think it's going to be uh, Bayern Munich who's going to win it all. Oh, don't tell that to me. I actually really do. It's setting up rather nicely for them with the way that Barca and Napoli are kind of performing and the fact that they already have the 3-0 um you know cushion over Chelsea. So then they they get Barca or Napoli limping in and Bayern is clearly the better team of those and I think they're going to go in and class them out in advance and Bayern'll face probably Manchester City.
1: Napoli and is a plus is a plus 429 dog to, to win to win,
0: yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's do it, dog. Yeah, 429. <laughs> Uh yeah, so then I you know then I've got Juventus, you know, obviously beating Olympique Lyonnais, and then Man City beating Real. And then Juventus is probably gonna lose to Man City. And then you got Man City Bayern. And I'll take Munich again, obviously. And then Leipzig is gonna lose to Atletico. Uh PSG without Mbappe. Whew. Man, Atalanta is a lot better than people think. But hey, I'm going to go Atlanta Atla- wins. So Atlanta Atla- Atlanta plays Atletico. Atletico beats Atlanta, and then we have Atletico versus Bayern in the final. And that one's really tough to call. I think I think I'm going to go Bayern though. I think that's how it shakes out.
1: So uh, being a Bayern fan, obviously this is going to be biased. So I'm I'm going to take the I'm going to take the opposite side here, right? I love. I love your Atalanta pick. I think PSG, I think even before Mbappe went out, I might have picked Atalanta just for the recency playing that I've, that I've, you know, that I've said before. PSG have not played since, since Lyon played. And Atalanta just, uh, but, you know, didn't really do that well in Serie A, but they're, They're here to play in the Champs League. This is what they've been looking for the whole season. They're going to throw everything at it. And I think of all the underdogs, they play with that kind of fast-flowing play, uh, that that fast-flowing game that that we like to see from these kind of underdog sides, that they can hit that quick little snake strike, so to say – and and then it's a whole different game a 1-10 one, a one game they hit back it's a 1-1 one one. a 0-0 zero zero game that shifts the momentum completely i love the psg pick one thing that i love and i'm super excited for is the world cup style one and done events of this uh, uh, of this champs league is that if Atalanta does hit that quick that quick burst then it's one nothing. Then PSG has to throw everything they have at Atlanta. Maybe they make another mistake. Maybe it's like the Germany South Korea thing where now, oh now now is up two zero, right? And it's getting on to like sixty minutes. I love the pick. I I don't think you can look past Atletico in this. If PSG is eliminated, I don't think you can look past Atletico Madrid in this. They, I mean, again, they are better than Atlanta. They have a better squad and yet they've this is all they've had to play for is the Champions League. So their squad is geared at this. And I think they have the kind of they have the the defense that can stop Byron and the attack that can push through Byron. I think Byron's gonna get in the final if Yeah, I, I think Bayern, I think it'll be Byron and Atletico, but I'll go different from you. I think Atletico Madrid wins the Champions League.
0: Oh, but that's gonna be heartbreaking for you, so I support it. <laughs> i don't want to see my friends win i'm a terrible person that's right <laughs> so we've got two last segments before we wrap it up with find them and cut them everybody's favorite and trivia you want to take find them and cut Him away
1: i mean we'll both kind of jump on this one and no it's not another mlb rant although i wish the mlb had done something stupid this week that i could rant about
0: rob manfred did say something stupid
1: Oh yeah, actually I do have I do have an MLB rant this week. Madison Bumgardner hit four Astros with pitches. <laughs> four Astros hit by pitch. All inside pitches. Hit him on the foot, hit him on the elbow. There was no warnings. There was nothing issued to him, and he wasn't suspended for the equivalent of twenty two games in a hundred and sixty two game season. Oh, okay, baseball. I guess there's a bias towards Joe Kelly who throws hard and makes mean faces. All right, that's my that's my baseball rant of the week. Maybe we should just we should create a segment called next baseball rant of the week. Now, so there was there was a weird video that I saw yesterday, Jermaine. And it featured Russell Wilson go pack. And he had it was a selfie and he was talking and he was saying that it's it's weird old boring Russ and and but it's not boring Russ cuz he has an alter ego. If you guys haven't seen the video, please go check it out. It's on his Facebook page and he says that he needs an uh alter ego, Jermaine. Do you know what Russell Wilson's alter ego is called?
0: Unfortunately,
1: Mr. Unlimited. It's Mr. Unlimited, Jermaine. And that's how he says it in the video. Russell
0: what is you doing baby
1: baby Wait. you're gonna be a I mean maybe it's that he's a dad now he has to act like a weird dad on social media but russell you're like 31 <laughs> like you're not allowed to be a crazy old dad on social media
0: yet <laughs> what happened to to russ danger wilson from last year bro
1: yeah, danger. Why didn't you just say danger, Wilson? Because I want when I get in the red zone or when the blitz comes, I'm dangerous. Like if he just said that, I'd be like, oh shit. And
0: just, then he could have he could have done a pun and called him dangerous, danger Russ.
1: Russell, room three hundred three. We're also a consulting firm.
0: <laughs> like what is you doing, baby? But it's you missed
1: swim- Unlimited.
0: And it's just the video is so egregious.
1: So cringeworthy.
0: It's like Sierra's in the back, like pretending to be a reporter, asking the world's worst questions. The world's worst questions. And then his answers didn't Stick even make singing. sense. His answers didn't even make sense. I was just like,
1: I have a question on? for you. Did we see drunk, drunk Russell Wilson?
0: I think he had to be drunk in this video because his his under his eyes was a little puffy, right? Well
1: maybe or maybe did we see sleep deprived Russell Wilson because they just had the kid. So maybe he's like, baby, I'm gonna get on, I'ma call myself Mr. Unlimited.
0: Drunk and sleep deprived.
1: <laughs> Same thing.
0: And, and then he probably popped an edible since it is Seattle. And that combination, that mixture of that ambient sleepwalk state, he thought Mr. Unlimited was a great nickname, and Sierra thought Mr. Unlimited was a
1: great nickname. See, that's that's the part that makes me annoyed about this, is that you went to your wife, who's supposed to be the one that every time I go to Emma with a dumb idea, and she goes, no, that's a dumb idea, right? Your wife is supposed to be not only the one that stands beside you at every turn, but the one that kicks your ass, too. And that goes, no, that's a dumb idea. Why wasn't Sierra like, that is the stupidest nickname I've ever heard. When you had Dangerous on the menu and you chose Mr. Unlimited, (laughs) that's like going to a five-star restaurant and be like, can I get your hamburger and fries, please?
0: (laughs) Russell, Russell, give Room 303 a call, dog. We got your image consulting right here. We just need a few shout outs. Maybe some season tickets, Doug. <laughs> Dog, what is you doing, baby?
1: I think my goal in life after the sports management is just to go work for Seattle for one year, just so I can approach and be like, "Dude, big fan. NC State, Saw you play at NC State. Like, I, lo- I love what you. I love what you're doing. Sorry, you had to go to Wisconsin. Uh, Mr. Unlimited was that's that's what you wanted to go with.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, Russell Wilson, welcome to find and cut
1: didn't he also say that in there he was like russell
0: oh, i don't bro, i don't bro. remember it, it, it's so cringeworthy we're actually gonna post it on our instagram so if yeah. you want to see this video we will post it to our instagram so that way you guys can follow it and see how atrocious i is. couldn't
1: watch it dude it made me like it made me like my skin crawl
0: it was so cringy i couldn't get through it i finished it but i almost couldn't get through it all right anyway.
1: russell russell you've been fine and cut
0: Anyways, on to the trivia. Let's wrap this up. Trivia question for today was, when did the NFL first transition to its current schedule of 16 regular season games and four exhibition games? Nick mistakenly said the merger was in 1969, auto-corrected it with a little Microsoft Word style, hit the 1966 correctly, and then said 1986 for his guess, which was hella wrong. The answer is 1978. The regular season was lengthened from 14 to 16 games, and the exhibition season was cut from six to four games. 19 – what was
1: it, 1978?
0: 1978.
1: They've been playing 16 games and four preseason games since 1978. That's pretty impressive.
0: Correct. It's impressive and-
1: that guys in the, in the 80s even survived the season.
0: Right, with the lack of medicine, but they were probably hopped up on, you know, opioids. Well,
1: I was going to say lack of medicine and lack of player safety.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, they used to be able to hit like grown man. Back when it was the Roman Coliseum of football.
1: Yeah, not the no fun league.
0: Can't even jump in a Salvation Army pot or pull out a phone out of a. Anyways, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so you enter it here first ladies and gentlemen the answer is 1978 that's about it that's the lull in the show Nick how do you feel
1: yeah so for those of you that have stuck along stuck around this long there's a big announcement coming Jermaine and I have a big announcement we'll be talking about it before the next podcast Uh, so stay tuned to our social obviously Instagram and Twitter at podcast room 303 the NBA model is humming I'm trying to get an MLB model up. It's not working right now because there's just baseball has so many stats that I'm trying to work out what stats give me the correct scores. It's not working. But as always, we love you guys. We can't thank you guys enough for listening, for supporting, like, comment, sharing, subscribing, all that stuff. Keep DMing us, keep letting us know what you think. And uh it's about all I got, Jermaine.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Nick said it best. Keep plugged in. We do have a major announcement. So we re- we're recording episode 20 next week on a Monday. We will be announcing before we start recording what the, uh, you know, what the what the major news is. So stay tuned. Um, other than that, I've really got nothing else to say. Follow us on our socials to see the, the Mr. Unlimited. Awful. Awful video of Russell Wilson. Uh, Those social media handles are on Instagram and Twitter at podcast room 303. We thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We love it. Keep letting us know how much we suck or rock. Uh, With that being said, uh, Alex bum is a Alex bum. Smith is a poor man's Quincy Carter sincere speaker out.